Hello and welcome to the show. You may be expecting to hear Craig, Phil and Simon from the Morlando podcast on this feed. But they're not here tonight and I want to take that opportunity to thank them for all their hard work in the past. Now, there's a little story. Why is there a different voice intro in Morlando? Well, I'm Kevin Curtis Allen and myself and Craig were talking a few months ago about the Morlando podcast. I asked him what was happening with it and he said he wasn't quite sure. Then a couple of weeks later, he messages me saying, would you like a trip out? to meet Morlando in person. Obviously, I'm not turning down an opportunity like that. So we went off to meet Morlando in person, just off the 192 in a Starbucks. The meeting didn't go quite as we expected it to. So I've made a little audio recording. As I said, it didn't really work out how we expected it. So have a listen to this audio, and then I'll come back and explain what we're going to do. Thanks, Craig bringing me to meet Morlando. I'm so excited to meet the legend that is Morlando. That's okay, wee man. Just don't fanboy out like you did when we met Pete Werner. I won't freak out, I promise. I promise I won't. Wow, is that Morlando sat over there with an alligator on his lap? I freaking told you. Wow, I'm going over there and I'm going to ask him for a selfie. For Christ's sake, have some respect. I am Molando. We have you surrounded. We have you surrounded. Oh, hey, I am Molando. And you will never take me alive. Come on, wee man. Let's get out of here. Hands on your head. Please don't shoot me. Don't shoot me. What are you saying? Please don't shoot me. He's from Australia. That's why he sounds so weird. No, we are from England. Do you know the Queen? No, I don't know the Queen. Do you know my cousin John McDonald Jr.? He lives in Glasgow, England. Glasgow is in Scotland. Oh yeah, that's it. Scotland, England. You limeys. How do you know Morlando? He's just a travel agent. I know. He's been selling 50th anniversary Disney merchandise on eBay. And it just became illegal to do that with a minimum sentence of 10 years in prison. If you limeys are involved, you're looking at 10 years. Do you really want to write up statements for these two clowns? That's going to take us all night. Okay, you two. Get out of here now before we change our minds. Wow, that was scary. You okay, wee man? I thought you were going to pee your pants in there. Do you know who those two were? No, no clue who they were. The tall one was Paul McCartney, and the little weird one with glasses, that was Elton John. You've got to be kidding me. I freaking love Candle in the Wind. Goodbye, Norma Jean.
Now you can hear what happened. I hope you understand that we're going to reimagine the podcast from here on and distance ourselves from Orlando. I'm sure you agree with us that selling merchandise on eBay is not on. I mean, 10 years is a bit harsh, but it's still not on. We're going to reimagine the podcast and we're going to be from here on in known as That Florida Podcast. So you'll get it through this feed, exactly the same as you did your Orlando. We will be covering all things Florida, all things Orlando. We will cover Disney, but we'll price and compare. We'll give you example pricings inside and outside of the parks. So join us at That Florida Podcast. Welcome to a new episode of That Florida Podcast. If you're listening and expecting to find Orlando, I'm afraid it is no more. We've got a rebrand and we're now That Florida Podcast. Why are we rebranding? Well, Morlando's been a naughty boy and he's been selling stuff on eBay. So he's in the naughty corner. So we thought we'd push ourselves away from that and rebrand to that Florida podcast. Now, who am I? I'm Kevin Curtis Allen. I've run a podcast called Brit's Guide to Disney Vacation Club. And I've been asked if I'd like to take on that Florida podcast. So I've took it on with both hands, but I need somebody else to come along on this journey with me and the person I've chose is David Tewksbury. David sir, introduce yourself and let us know who you are. Hi everybody, great to be here. As Kevin said, my name is David Tewksbury. I'm a huge, huge Disney fan, have been ever since I went to Orlando for the first time in 84. Uh, total Disney key, uh, also a Disney travel agent, DVC owner, annual pass holder, D23 member, uh, pretty much anything about disney and disney world in florida particularly i'm the person to talk to okay and what we intend to do with this florida podcast is we're going to continue like they did with morlando we're going to look in detail at other destinations outside of disney world that does not mean to say we won't look at disney world we're going to do some price and compare tonight just a little bit of christmas and david's packing his bags as i speak to him david when are you going as of record. So, so we're recording this on the 6th. I'm actually on a plane on the 8th, 11 o'clock on the 8th, the first day we're allowed to fly to Orlando. I'm on a plane hopping over. Uh, I got a few hours in Atlanta because there were no direct flights available, funnily enough, after sitting on the phone for Virgin for hours and hours and hours. A little bit of a break in Atlanta when we'll hopefully clear immigration. Monday evening, we will be landing in Florida, in Orlando, and so excited. It's been such a long time since we've been there. Yes, you are test dummy, aren't you? You're going over there and testing it all out for us. And when you come back, David, obviously you can come on and we can discuss all the ins and outs and any mistakes or anything that a change and how to fly into Florida at the moment. Absolutely. And and there's been a whole lot of changes around the COVID tests, etc. The one thing I would say to anybody is just check with your airline, check their advice. They are the people that have the most up-to-date advice. And it even changed within two weeks Two weeks ago, they said you can have any kind of test. The day later, they said it's got to be a supervised test. So these things are changing by the minute. So even if I tell you what it is, what I experienced, do make sure that you check with your airline before you fly, just in case uh, our friends over the pond door here change the rules again. Yeah, we're due to fly out in January, so I'm hoping it'll be simplified by those. Then David's going to be there. So I wanted to do a show talking about Christmas. 
But obviously that's a little bit short notice for us Brits to book and go, as David has experienced himself. But there are a few things there. So if any of you are lucky enough to be out in Florida for Christmas, I've found a couple of things for you to do. Number one, Night of a Million Lights, which is at Give Kids the World, the charity that sends children with life-threatening illnesses to Disney. At the moment, obviously, with a great unpleasantness, they've been unable to operate similar to the Osborne Lights in Hollywood Studios. This is a fantastic show. I had friends go to this last year, and it was amazing. Even on the video clips I got from last year, it was amazing to see the lights. Now, it's not cheap. It's $25 an adult, $15 for a child, going up to $35 for an adult and $18 for a child closer to Christmas. But it's a real treat, and obviously the proceeds go to Gift Kids of the World. So really good cause there. If you're looking for something almost free to do, Disney Springs has a Christmas tree hunt on this year. You can stroll around Christmas trees and spot Mickey, Pluto, Star Wars, Princesses, Frozen Tree, and Toy Story, and much more. That's a nice little job to do if you're in disney springs around christmas so david what have you got planned for your vacation next week or you're probably there while while we broadcast this show so what will you be doing absolutely um visiting all the parks we're obviously going to be seeing what how and how things have changed since the advent of disney genie and all the changes there we haven't done rise of the resistance yet looking forward to doing that we haven't done runaway railway so looking forward to doing that We've done Ratatouille in France. We did that in Disneyland Paris five, six weeks ago. Looking forward to do it there. But just experiencing all the 50th anniversary celebrations, the new shows at Epcot, the new fireworks at Magic Kingdom, just the whole thing. Just missed it so much. Just the experience, the feel, the food. The temperature, hopefully the weather's going to be a little bit warmer than it is here. And just the whole experience. Interesting, you mentioned the Disney Springs uh, Christmas tree walk we did that a few years ago we actually did a holiday that crossed over from halloween and then into disney it's a really cool thing to do it's an amazing christmassy feel the trees in true disney style are massive they'll be 20 30 foot trees a really really festive thing to do we love it there yeah so you're not actually staying on property this time then david are you well we're actually doing three different places to stay uh, the first week we're staying with friends over there uh, so that'll be an interesting thing to do second week we're staying at the poly we've managed to get some dbc rooms at the poly uh, and this literally was a case of getting them a day at a time as they became available and then putting them in one booking and then for the final week we're staying off site it's thanksgiving the final week so there's very little availability but even then we're going to have a little hot onto property on one night in the third week and stay in Bay Lake Tower in a theme park room. So we're going to keep our other one and we'll actually have an overnight break during a holiday to go and see what it's like. I've always wanted to stay in Bay Lake Tower in a theme park room, so really looking forward to that. That's a beautiful resort, Bay Lake Tower. You'll have a yep. fantastic view of the fireworks and stuff. Definitely, and and I say never done it before. Not sure whether they've rethemed Bay Lake Tower yet. They've obviously redone the Contemporary and the Incredibles. I think Bay Lake Tower may be coming next, or maybe listeners can actually tell me if I'm wrong. I'll certainly be able to tell you in a few weeks' time. But just love being there, and the fact that you can walk to the Magic Kingdom is is epic. 
Yeah, that is a real benefit to that. Hold it. We're not doing Brit's Guide to Disney Vacation Club tonight, David. <laughs> We're not indeed. They aren't doing Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party. They've done that in the past. With COVID and everything else, they didn't do anything last year. This year, they're doing Disney's Very Merriest After Hours ticket. This is a different kind of event. You get in at 7 o'clock in the evening, and it runs until 1 o'clock in the morning. It's an After Hours event, so there's nobody else in the park apart from ticket holders you don't need to have a separate park ticket and here's the painful bit kev very merry christmas was around 120 dollars, and you got food and snacks and things very merry christmas party is between wait for it 150 and 220 pounds per person so if you're a family of four that four hours in the magic kingdom on the 19th of December, for instance, on a Sunday evening, and I'm actually not looking at Disney's tickets, this is from somewhere else, is going to cost you nigh on a thousand pounds. So a great experience, but not one that I'm going to be doing. That's a thousand pounds as well, not a thousand dollars, isn't it? Absolutely, absolutely. So yeah. you'd be looking at twelve hundred, thirteen hundred dollars. Yeah, I think we need to be careful when we're doing that because we are going to discuss prices and we'll compare things to off site and on site stays and david's going to go into that considering it's christmas we thought we'd be festive and we're going to discuss easter so yeah easter so let's be clear when we're talking about holidays and, and we all know this wherever we do things the travel industry know when kids are at school and when aren't when they're not at school and when you're not at school they turn the prices up and they really really ramp them up nothing that can be done about that government have tried changing it it's just the way it is. So I had a look to see how can you actually get better value out of your Disney holiday. Now, notice I didn't say how to have a cheap Disney holiday because I don't think there's any such... It's um, like rocking horse doo-doo. Absolutely. It, realistically, if you're trying to do it on the cheap, it could be very uncomfortable for everybody. But I've come up with a number of ways that you can actually get really good value and reduce the cost. Let's talk about you're going there for Easter. You're going to go on Saturday the 9th of April. Saturday the 9th of April is the first day of Easter. So I looked at you staying in all-star movies on property. And I'll talk about the difference between on property and off property later. Adult, two children, six and eight. That's going to cost you with direct two adults, two children, age six and eight. That's going to cost you just over £11,000. Wow. Now, on top of that, and here's why I said it's not cheap, you've got to add your park tickets. And I always say to people, budget around £500 a head park tickets. It may be a little bit less. Under threes don't have to pay. 14-day tickets, and you get unlimited access to everywhere in Disney. You get Disney Photo Pass, so they'll take pictures for you. You get a little bit of crazy golf thrown in you can park cop so they're the best disney tickets you can get if you want to add universal as well you're looking at another two or three hundred pounds a head so if we go back to the headline price there two adults two children direct flights all-star movies with tickets you're looking at about thirteen and a half thousand pounds just disney tickets that's just disney tickets yeah so you're looking at around just the next thing, and Kev's nearly crying, I can see him <laughs> on the screen here. So let's look at what we can do to take the price down. A couple of other things to bear in mind before that, though. It doesn't include any transfers, so getting from the airport to the hotel. It doesn't include any transportation on site. 
But, and here's where, in my opinion, Disney shine, because I'm the driver wherever we go. Disney have one of the best transport programs, regimes, whatever you want to call it, on site. You can get from your hotel to any part by a combination of bus. You can use a boat. You can use a Skyway, which is their cable car system. There are numerous ways to get around, and that's all included in your ticket. Obviously, you can use Ubers or Lyft, which is a similar equivalent there, or you can have a hire car. Bear in mind, if you have a hire car, Disney do now charge you to park, and it's around £10 a day, so you'll need to add that into your price. So, all-star movies, we're saying just over £13,000. He's crying again. So let's go off-site. Let's go off-site. And I looked around at a number of resorts that are fairly close by. Remember, you've still got the travel challenge, but we're using Lyft now. There's a place called Home Two Suites at Flamingo Crossing. It's got a 4.3 rating on TripAdvisor. I really, really do rate the ratings on TripAdvisor. You can stay there for just under £10,000. So you're saving yourselves around £1,500 and you're spending £11,500. Ultimately, you're going to be saving about £2,000 from staying on site at Disney. You're not going to have the Disney theming. You're not going to have the Disney transport. You're not going to have the Disney benefits of sometimes early or late park entry, but it's going to save you some money. And this is where you have to weigh up the options. Yeah, the reason why I suggested that one, David, is a friend of mine stayed there and it literally is only about two miles off site. It really is close. You lose all those benefits. The other thing around a lot of these resorts is they do do free transfers. So you will find free or or low cost transfers. So what else can we do to take the price down? So the first thing I mentioned was that the holiday companies know when the kids are on holiday. If you just shift your holiday one day from the Saturday, the 9th, to the Friday, the 8th, you can shave £2,000 off the price of your holiday. So that home two suites, which was £9,500, is now £7,500. Health warning, you need to talk to your schools. You need to get permission. You need to make sure you're not going to get a fine. We are not responsible if you do that and go, well, they said on the podcast, individual choice. Yeah. But absolutely. And and similarly for all stars, all stars, it takes it down by about £1,000. There's one other way I've not considered until recently, and that is the concept of using indirect flights. Now, for those of you that don't know, a direct flight is where you go from your start to your end. So you'll go from Heathrow to MCO Orlando. That's a direct flight. You can break your flight by flying in. So on Monday, I'm flying into Atlanta. So I've got what's called an indirect flight. I'm flying to Atlanta. I'm there for a couple of hours. And then I'm hopping from Atlanta to Orlando. Normally, I would expect to see a saving of about 100 to 200 pounds a ticket on that which for this family, £800, it's a fair amount of hassle. You're going to get off the plane. You will need to take your bags. You will need to go through security. You do clear immigration there, but you need to get your bags back on and get on another plane. And that can be a bit of a hassle. If you've got youngsters, you might not want to do that. And this is where I nearly fell off my chair. You'll remember I said all-star movies was about £9,000. If you do indirect flights, it's just over £4,000. Wow. So there's a real 
I mean, that's a huge difference. And do you know that's what? For £4,000, I would take two or three hours of Muffet. hassle carting bags around. Yeah, £4,000, a lot of money, isn't it? That's almost a nearly 40% discount, isn't it? Absolutely. That's so incredible, David. Go back to the beginning. Saturday, All-Star Movies, direct flight. Saturday, the 9th of October, just over 11. The day before... With an indirect flight, you're down to £4,000, a third of the price. Now, health warning here. These are prices that I looked at before I came on this call. So I'm dependent on the suppliers I have access to having them. Prices are dynamic and change all the time. It's really important when you get somebody that does this for you that they know what they're doing and can compare these. But challenge your travel agent and say, what's the best price you can get for me? Because frankly, I would take two or three hours hassle to save me £4,000. Yeah, this is where yourself a travel agent can really shine that's a lot absolutely. of absolutely the other thing that i will add there is one final bit about staying on site and off site we don't have this in the uk but in the states they have a concept called resort fees and actually there's some lawyers looking at this at the moment because it's a really underhand way of pricing so there's a resort in disney springs called the b resort it's a really cool resort there's a couple of ways they catch you and this is b resort this is not just you this is lots and lots of as low as 85 dollars a night that will be the lowest quality room on the lowest price throughout the year where we're going in easter guess what the rooms are not 85 dollars a night they're probably nearer 180 dollars a night so we're talking 140 pounds here comes the stinger there's a resort fee added on which is so that you can use the resort the pools and everything like that doesn't include parking which can be between 25 and 45 dollars a night these things are hidden really really low in the hotel description now i did some sums earlier and charge up to 25 dollars a day for parking so if you do get your hire car you could add another 700 pounds 700 pounds onto the price of your hotel booking be really careful look for resort fees they'll have a little button that says includes all taxes other fees here and you'll click through and you'll find it they're very very well hidden and even i as a travel agent struggle to find them sometimes you'll get a free breakfast sometimes parking is included but this is an unexpected fee so when you pay for your holiday up front you've got your budget for your stay you get there and the first thing they do is go hey mr curtis allen great before you check in we're just going to take another thousand dollars off you for the resort fee that could be half of your spending money gone yeah, before you even knew it so look out for resort fees And again, this comes back to having a travel agent that does all this work for you, that knows all of this for you, that knows the best times to go, that can recommend the best hotels and actually can do the comparison just like we've done here, where we've taken a £12,000 family vacation for four people and actually got it down to four by a few tweaks. Now, you as the customer, you need to decide whether you want to make those tweaks. But me as the travel agent, my job is to find the best holiday for you for the best price so that you can then decide whether you want that little bit of inconvenience in the middle for £4,000. And I've said before, I'll take a lot of inconvenience for £4,000. Thank you. Well, it's almost another trip, isn't it? Absolutely. Absolutely. And we're talking Easter, you know, you've got to bear that in mind, people. Easter is one of the most expensive times of year to go. Absolutely. So what you tend to have is is Christmas, 
Thanksgiving in America and the parks will be too busy to really enjoy them. Early part of August and I was on a, a video call with Disney last week and they've actually said, you know, the, I was on a call with Disney the other week and they actually said, you know, the last three weeks of August are fairly quiet. But it's really, really hot. It's in the never recommend anybody unless they really have to go in August. My recommendation for families with children tends to be April, May and October and if you can tie that in with the school holiday breaks you've got great temperatures you've got low crowds and good prices. It's out of interest David do you know if they've caught on to the fact that a lot of schools in the UK are now doing a two-week break in October? We, we've seen that with the pricing and actually it's it's worse than that because Scotland tends to have its holidays a week before the Brits do, or sometimes even two weeks. And what we've seen is instead of it just being two weeks, it's a month because they go, oh, there's Scotland. It comes back to saying to your travel agent, give me some options. I will always give people prices two weeks before they've asked for it and two weeks and two weeks after and actually challenge them to say, with that kind of saving, is it worth you having a conversation with your school? Now, of course, this does depend how old your child is, how old your children are, what things they're doing at school, if there is an exam period, if they're getting around for anything like that, you're not going to want to take them out. But there are ways to reduce the cost, definitely. And indirect flight, potentially staying off site, although I've done a, a video on my channel that says the saving is not that much and certainly is the P and then checking the days and the dates that you travel. Yeah, I mean, we're going next spring, 22nd of January, we fly out to the 10th of February. And because of those dates, flights for four of us with under £2,000. Yeah, uh, it, it's a great and time I direct. to go. Do wrap up. <laughs> I, I've been there in January and I was actually disappointed that I had to wear long trousers. But even then, it's still in the mid, it's still in the early to mid-70s, which is a great temperature considering over here we'll be in zero degrees and in snow and shivering. So it's fine. Yeah, I think that's the thing. We are actually going for my birthday. That's why it's that time of year. But I was flights are usually anything from £800 to £1,600 dependent on when you go in those months and booking in january i could not believe that how cheap the prices were and i've yeah, got virgin so i've not gone like with somebody cheap and cheerful gone virgin direct from well as it happens now heathrow to mco rather than gatwick but apart from that i'm really happy with the price i got for those flights sounds like a great deal and and literally what we want to do is get our holiday our flights and our hotel for as low a cost as possible so that we've got more money to spend where we're there and again this isn't a cheap holiday yes you can buy food relatively cheaply outside the parks but inside the parks you're going to be spending some money and again i've done some videos on my disney for brits youtube channel about how to save money and buying gifts off part and buying gifts off site you can go to a walmart and buy the spinners the lit up spinners that disney will charge you 30 dollars for and you can get it for five from walmart so there's ways to save money ways to make your money go further as well yeah you're saying about walmart now we're all going to have to take a transportation option from the airport to the hotel i suggest you look into a transport system maybe a town car that will give you a half an hour stop at a 
convenience store or uh, a supermarket and then load up with a few snacks and a few bottles of water because that case of water will probably cost you what two bottles will cost you in disney you know absolutely and that's a great idea most hotel rooms will have a fridge in there and one of the things that we would always do is do a stop we'd get some water we'd get some yogurt we'd get some fruit and in the morning we just have fruit and yogurt for breakfast rather than going and having a really big breakfast somewhere again it's all about stretching your money making it go further making those dollars go a little bit further so you can treat yourselves to those amazing cupcakes in disney or my favorite gaston's buns in the magic kingdom the best cinnamon buns in the world yeah we um we do a garden grocer order but we are going to have a stop because we're we're doing a town car this time so we're going to have a stop and pick up some things but yes it's definitely worth ordering something in either like say garden grocer you i think you can do amazon prime to your resort as well it's worth doing there may be a a small fee fee for receiving it at your resort but at the end of the day when you start picking up a three and a half dollar water every day when you could buy a case of water for less than ten dollars that will last you your two weeks that's a great idea the other thing that i do because you can get iced water in any restaurant or quick service in disney is those tiny little bottles of juice concentrate that you can get here and over there have a couple of those in your pocket floridian water it's not the nicest tasting in the world. A little squirt of that in there, and it tastes great, and it's free. So instead of paying, as you say, 3 to $5 for a bottle of water, $5 for some Diet Pepsi, a little squirt of that, one of those will cost you about 3 or £4. Pounds. It will probably last you two or three days. Definitely worth doing as well. Yeah, I think that's definitely something we'll have to look into more, more closely as it's coming up. We're going to do these shows on a, on a monthly basis, and we're going to do a price and compare now, I've already interviewed a gentleman who holidays in Florida every single year and stays at Daytona Beach. So we've got that interview coming up and David's going to price that up and get some sort of idea of what you could do for a week's stay at multi-centre vacation. Except for how I haven't because my file crashed and I haven't got those numbers. That's all right, David. We'll, um, <laughs> we'll do that in, a, in an upcoming show. Yeah. I think we can wrap this show up. It's only been a short one, but I hope you can see what we're hoping to achieve with that Florida podcast. We're going to give you the content and the comparison of prices on-site, off-site, and in other destinations around the Florida area. And I will be coming up with some prices for things to do other than the big parks, Gatorland, and the like. We'll be doing that in the upcoming months. We hope you all have a wonderful Christmas and we'll speak to you in January where we'll do a show where David tells me what a wonderful time he's had in Florida and I tell you what my plans are for January. Thank you very much. Have a good day. Hi, this is David Tewksbury. You've just heard me talking about all kinds of Disney things on this podcast. I can be your Disney concierge and do travel for you and everything else you need at D4B Travel on Facebook. You'll also find me at DisneyForBrits.com where you'll see a collection of products for sale and links to all of my videos. Whereas Disney for Brits, I provide you with advice and guidance on how to make the best of your Florida holiday. We don't do news. We provide support for not just Florida, but also Disneyland Paris and other parks around the world. So for all things Disney, check out Disney for Brit at www.disney, the number four, brit.com. And I'll see you real soon. Don't